Welcome everyone to the Fresh Off The Screen Podcast. This is your bi-weekly or sometimes monthly podcast where two siblings get together to talk <laughs> about all things relating to film, television, sometimes music, and a sprinkle of video games. If you want to support the show, please follow, subscribe, comment, rate, and all that social media mumbo jumbo. We also have our social media channels in the description below. I'm one of your co-hosts, Aman Daman, also known as Aman. And on the other end, we have the true Elden Lord, Harvey. What's up, Harvey? <laughs> the true Elden Lord? I am not even like a quarter through the you, game. But you have you beat the have you beat Margin? No. No. Oh, okay. And you're like what 30 no. hours into the game now, right? You're like No, mm. actually no, I checked this morning because I played a little bit this morning. I'm about 17 hours in. Okay. Okay, so I'm like 14 hours in. <laughs> I, so oh, you're wow. like you're like a little bit ahead of me. I am I, level yeah. I'm level 31 as wow, of yeah, this so morning. I'm, I'm 35. So yeah, like and I've I beat Margit, I beat the uh, Godric, the Grafter or whatever. Are you serious? And like, yeah, I'm like, I don't, I'm trying to figure out where, where to go next. Like next, like the next day opened up and I'm just kind of exploring. So Did like, you do Weeping Peninsula yet? I, what, what is there? Like, I, I don't know these names. I just know the so, areas. Like, so, okay. so you know where, where, did you, you, you've killed Darwell, yeah? The one that drops the sword with. with yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the curved, yeah, yeah, the yeah. curved yeah, sword yeah. with the blood loss. So when yeah. you keep going south from Darwell, there's like this bridge. And you can literally just run across the bridge in your horse if you want. You can ignore all of those people. That's Weeping Peninsula. So there's like a big fort you need to clear over there as well. Um, there's little bits and pieces to do. So I ended up going there because I just wanted to keep leveling up so I can use that curved sword against Margit. And I haven't. And I need more decks. Okay. Scaling. Did you do the whole thing that I told you where you can get Margit's shackles? No, because I keep getting killed by the the invader. Yeah, so once you I, beat that invader and you do that area, like that cave. Yeah. Um, before you do that cave, let me know because obviously I won't spoil it on the. On, no, no, on, on I know how to do it because I've seen enough videos. I need to go to patches, okay, not okay. kill him, and he's gonna have the shackles. I, wait, um, spoilers, by the way. Yeah. Oh, I mean, sorry. It really matter. <laughs> I, it's not technically it's not spoilers, I guess. Uh, but obviously, just don't like, kill patches. A... You see, patches don't kill him. Is the I think way. it's more like a tip. Yeah, like just, just don't kill patches. That's it. That's the main thing. So, so the thing is, I've seen enough videos on YouTube, so I know pretty much what to expect. Yeah. I just, I just need to stay alive enough with the invader so that the second guy who comes to help Yura is comes in. I just yeah. even can't stay alive that much. No, you'll get used to it, right? The main thing is because it's, uh, it's a, a technique you gotta learn. And I think that's the thing that Zelda didn't do a good job of is mm -hmm. Zelda was great, but it was obviously very like open, right? To make sure that everyone can kind of play, but also mm -hmm. pretended a little bit to be something like Dark Souls or Elden Ring, where it was like, no, it's tough. You got to be smart mm -hmm. with how you position yourself and the, the things you use. Um, what obviously what Zelda does is that there's certain things you do, certain movesets or like the way you would hit an enemy that you know, you would have enough time to react to them. At the same time, a lot of these enemies would have very small, basic attacks that are very mm -hmm. easy to predict and stuff like that. In this case, uh, Elden Ring or any of these games made by Pro from software, they play on 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 that fact. They they know that us as gamers are learning certain moves, so they purposely will like get the, the AI to work in a in a certain way where they move in a different way. Or in in the case of Margit, where there's a there's a 
a moment where Margit will be kind of bringing like the the hammer or uh-huh, or like uh-huh. the, the 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 weapon down and purposely will stop midway because it they they know that when you're when the enemies bring the hammer down you start rolling right you start rolling to the side start moving but Are in this serious? case you purposely will stop for a second and then follow through because they know like it's just stuff like this right so you have to basically relearn that and be like okay I know that Margit does this so when the hammer's coming down I need to be chill it's all good I don't need to start rolling away I, <laughs> I need, need to be, be chill, chill. It stops and then you do your thing. So it's just all it is is just see, learning those. That's my problem because games like Zelda and even The Witcher, to to quite a quite a lot of extent, have taught me that as long as you've got a strong enough weapon, as long as you hit enough, you'll get the thing in the end. But yeah. that doesn't work where you need some skill. Like, like I literally, I, I cleared out one of the catacombs when I was playing earlier today. So it's the Murkwater Catacombs. So it's down yeah. the river from where we meet Patches. Yeah. Um, and like the, the end boss was like, I got killed by the goblins more than I, that I never got killed by the end boss. Yeah. Which is a and, good sign. That means that you're able to learn the moveset because I remember the Murkwater one. I think it was it the cat with the hammer or was it like a person? No, no, no. This was a person with like the, the flail, like the thing oh, yeah. that he yeah, keeps, yeah. like a lasso type rope. Yeah. So exactly. That's the thing. So like you're, you're you're leveled high enough and you are able to beat the, these mini yeah. bosses i think with margin i mean i struggle with it. it's not like i killed margin in my first go it was <laughs> and like in your case you 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 fought margin a few times and then you started leveling up right in my case i was like no this is my level i'm gonna mm-hmm. keep doing this so i just i just kept hitting my head again and again then i just got the margin shackles to like try that try mm-hmm. that and i failed a few times and then one time it was where i timed the margin shackles perfectly with my uh the the wolves that I was using, the wolves did enough damage. And also the person that you get to spawn outside of Marjit's mm-hmm. area. So it was just perfect where it aligned, where all of them died, but Marjit only had a bit of health left. And I also had only a bit of health left. So it was just me being like, okay, let's be overly cautious. Marjit's going to do this. I know at this point, Marjit will stop and we'll have to kind of recharge almost. I'm going to hit it once, once or twice and move back. Mm-hmm. And I kept doing that. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, I like got it. So it's just like learning and just kind of being consistent with it. I think my my problem with 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 Mar- Margaret or Margaret, I don't know how to how to say it, um, is is yeah, just a matter of matter of patience. Yeah. And my problem with the game is that I started fighting pretty much exclusively on horseback. The what that means is in a fight like like Margaret or even with the invader in near patches, um, I'm not used to combat on my feet. Yeah, and that's what's uh, I think that's what's hitting me now. That's the problem. I mean, the main thing is it, there's enough time to learn it, but like, like yeah, you do need to start learning in a way because <laughs> after Margit, like Godric, I think it's God. Yeah, I think Godric. Yeah, Godric is is a little tough, but I will say that Godric was much easier compared to Margit. So it was Ooh. like, and I remember like I think a few people said this online as well, and also one of my friends, mm-hmm. Trevor who comes on my other podcast and we play, like talk about video games. And he kind of mentioned that as well, that Margit was surprisingly tough, but then the following ones were a little yeah. bit easier, right? Obviously it's like stump, still some tough bosses to come later, but mm-hmm. Margit was definitely almost purposely just a little cha- more challenging than what okay. you will face later. So Margit is like the one that like, I think you're leveled high enough. I, I do think that if you want, try to get the shackles because it does, for me, it's more of like, I like that there's a story element to it, right? Because mm-hmm. I remember reading, because you get to read the item description. 
And it was just basically about what it is and why it affects Marjit the way it does. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that was so cool. And I was like, yeah, see, like I could have just focused on killing Marjit normally and just gone through it and not known about this. But because I was like struggling, I was like, Yo, okay, let me find something. And it just kind of, if I was watching a movie and a movie was based on this game, for example, you you can see that that the person, the main character would do this, would be like, oh my right. God, this is like crazy. Okay, this is, I found something. I found something that puts it in my favor now. There's a whole story behind it. And now I can win. So I think focus on that uh, invader, get the shackles and then go back. I think I think I need to. I think the reason I went to Weeping Peninsula because I was reading, I was reading, I was watching another YouTube video. I'm pretty sure I've gone through most of the Elden Ring videos on YouTube now. I'm purposely avoiding ones from like regions that I've not touched yet simply because I, I don't want to know too much. Um, but somebody actually said that when after you finish sort of Limgrave, um, even before Margit, try and do Weeping Peninsula because the the boss at the end is not as tough as as Margit, but it allows you to level up. Now I I've, I've obviously already leveled up enough. A lot. Um, yeah. You know, like I've I'm I'm a decent level. You're like you're um, like higher level than what I was when I bought fought uh, Godric. Yeah. So you can easily take Godric down to this as well. And I think, and like looking at some of the boss fight, like the mini boss fights now, um, I'm doing a decent level of damage. It's just about getting yeah. close enough to them to do the damage. Uh, but but you're right. I think I just need to focus on on combat, like combat on my feet. Um, yeah. Although I do need to try, I'm going to try and, because uh, I saw a, a thing like a rune farm-ish where you go to this... Um, dragon who's sleeping and you yeah. kill the dragon and you get like 100,000 runes yeah. um, so I've already got the gold pickled foul foot which ups your rune acquisition by like 30% oh nice Um, so literally I'm thinking of just heading to the dragon and just sort of leveling up because I want to use Daravil's sword yeah honestly that's not a bad idea because like it does if if, if you because that's like the cool thing about Elden Ring right like there is like a, a structured way of like okay get you should be along this level. Then you fight mm-hmm. Marja. Then, uh, then the the the, the, the god Godric or whatever. Like the, the I like the idea that you know it's like okay, there's a structure to it, but you can do what you're doing now and like just go around, level up as much as you want. And in all honesty, you can probably level up because of just farming and stuff like that. Level up yourself right. to like fifty, and you can get right. like the best weapons. And you can go in, and the next thing you know when you fight Marja, it'll be like done in like a couple of seconds just because of how much damage you do with your weapon, right? And with blood loss as well, like that's. I will say yeah. with uh, Godric, the thing that helped me was um, yeah. summoning my jellyfish. Because when I summoned my jellyfish instead of my uh, wolves, the poison, the, jelly- yeah. the poison, uh, poison was was killer because I had no more health left. The person oh. that was supposed to help you, they died. Um, I was like obviously like hitting him here and there, but I was like okay, I'm, like I'm like I was so. It was, I'm obviously not going to talk about the moves that they use like right, later right, on, but right. I was like so like panicking. I'm like, there's no way I can get this. But the jellyfish kind of died toward the end, but before it died, it poisoned him. So I thought, okay, okay the poison is going to damage him for like a couple of seconds and that's it. But it stayed there for like a long time. And I, I was like, oh my God. Yeah, jellyfish last so, a while, don't they? So yeah, I just ran away. So I just kept running away from Godric. I was like, okay, that, I see the hell going down. <laughs> he had only like a sliver. So I just kept running away, kept running away, kept moving away. So just <laughs> avoiding any attacks and next, you know, it killed him. I was like, oh my God, like this is, it, I just love that that was a way I yeah, got like okay, one of the elder lords, you know. That's that's great. To, that's good to know. I um, 
Uh, yeah, I I have uh, actually. If you haven't done Fort Height yet, so is Fort that? Height is uh, you know where you did Darwell. Yeah. Just a bit north and a bit east. Okay. And and Fort Height. I didn't tell you about this guy who's sitting at the this bridge up near Third Church of America. You talk to him. He tells you to go clear Fort Height. So go talk to Kenneth first. And then when okay. you clear Fort Hyde, first of all, you get blood rose, which is where you make blood stuff from, like blood grease and things like that, which you can coat your weapons with. But the knight up there drops a bloody slash. So when you put it on your weapon, I've got a 74-point blood loss buildup on my greatsword at the moment. Wow. Um, Which is more of a blood loss than Darrowell's lock curved sword or whatever. I just like the moveset with that one. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so that's that. de- yeah. So what was the location for this one? Fort Height. So in Fort Limgrave, Height. Limgrave. Yeah. So where you had Darville, just go a little bit north and a bit east. Okay. Okay. But actually, before that, go to the Third Church of Maraga, go around the road, like side of the roads, because there's another knight on those roads, and you'll you'll see a guy asking for help from one of those bridge sort of um, things that sit across roads. You've seen those broken pieces. I think so, of yeah. stone. So there'll be one guy on top. Talk to Kenneth first, and he'll tell you to go clear Fort Height. And there's nothing impressive over there. There's like a pumpkin head dude who you can kill. Yeah. Um, if you already killed the other pumpkin head near the flowers. Yeah. So he's easy. And then the night's hard, but if you're leveled up as much as you are, you'll be fine. But but bloody slash, and then go up the tower and you get half of a Dectus medallion as well. Okay. So it's like stuff yeah, like I this. I'm, yeah, I, I, don't I don't know what the medallion does yet, but I just want it. I know. I mean, I actually don't mind kind of just go to I, the next area I am going towards, like the next dungeon, essentially. Learning of the lakes. But yeah, I I think that's the, yeah. just like I have to go to the academy. That's the uh, thing, I think. I'm going towards I the I think academy. you, you past Storm Hill Castle Stormwell, should be Learning of Storm, the lakes. Exactly. And then after the lakes is where it's basically the area that we're supposed to go to is Raya Lucaria. Get, try to get. Yeah, try to get entry to the academy. Okay, what okay. My understanding is so like I'm like obviously going there, but that's the thing, right? I felt like because I was going there and I was just kind of just kind of roaming around doing stuff, I just ended yeah. up in that area, um, mm-hmm. which was surprising because there's actually one pathway if you go there. There's like a lot of enemies, but like I was just exploring and somehow I went behind all of them, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like where am I? Right? There is a so way like, to bypass Stormhill Castle as well, straight oh, into yeah. the near the lakes. Oh, no, exactly. Like, I've already right? so done that. But that's, that's why I wanted to, like, I was like, because yeah, I feel like I'm like, okay, no, I'm progressing with the story. I'm like, I don't want to do that right now. I, I'd rather just kind of go around first. So mm-hmm. I'll probably do that. I'll probably I'll probably do the Weeping Peninsula first as well. Yeah. Kind of yeah. get that out of the way. And then I'll just do this other side mission too. Do the Weeping Peninsula. Do Fort Height. Like, meet Kenneth. Do Fort Height. Then up north, there's also a place called um, Something Village. Summoning Village? Summon Water Village. Something like that. The boss is uber easy, and he okay. gives you uh, the militiamen ashes. You know the guys who okay. don't die when you kill them, and you have to hit them again. Oh my god, I want. So that. he gives That's you cool. ashes for those, and then you meet another guy who has his twin brother on his armor. You know you've seen the armor where it's the gold guy with like the yeah. silver thingy sticking out of him. You meet that guy. Okay. And he tells you another place where you can go meet other people, and then he shows up in, um, you know, the hold, the hold place, whatever the main hold. Oh yeah, stronghold. Yeah, that's yes, the main stronghold. Yeah, yeah. yeah then he shows up over there. I'll, I'll I'll definitely do that because like I I am slowly kind of getting back into 
Eldering after playing a bunch of other games. Um, yeah. I recently got like a very like tiny PC called Steam Deck, which is kind of like uh, something Ooh. that's kind of people are talking about. I don't know. It's, I think it's really hard to get in Australia, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Probably. But basically, basically imagine. Yeah, like, but I mean, that's something normally you can just order it and it'll come by December, from my understanding. But the uh-huh, idea uh-huh. is that it's like a it's, it's like a mini PC um, that is kind of like it's not as powerful as the PS5, of course. Um, it costs as much as the PS5 because it's technically it is a PC. Mm-hmm. Like you press a button and you go to like Windows desktop mode, sort of. Not Windows <laughs> Linux, but desktop yeah, mode, right? That- you can technically go on Google Chrome. I can stream. I can record podcasts on if I want to. Wow. But in the end, it's a handheld. Um, and basically, what it does is it allows you to play games like Elden Ring in handheld form and obviously i'm like my my game is like fully set up on on playstation so but i i was able to get Ring super cheap uh you know which um people can find like a bunch of awesome websites where you can kind of get these but like i was able to mm-hmm. find uh Eldering super cheap so i was like oh like i might as well just take it out on pc as well and see how it runs and i was playing it and i was like it, it doesn't run as smooth as at the ps5 because that's like yeah, 60 yeah, frames yeah. per second but it runs at 30 frames per second which is like what nintendo switch runs these games mostly like at, at that rate right and it was like, I can play the game like this. And I was like, wow, this is so awesome. Like all those times when I want to go to a living, but I'm like, I have to go to my couch, all the stuff. Right, right, I'm like, right. oh my God, if I started playing here, I could just be like, all right, let me just go quickly. Like you said, we'll be playing this up. Let me just go there quickly. Let me just, okay, you know what? I'm just going to put on standby, go go to sleep, wake up, quickly go do like another area. And like, you know, like, I feel like this is, this game is meant for something like this. And it was just so cool. <laughs> I get that, but like I think this is the first game where initially I was scared. I was just scared of anything big and massive and anything coming at me because you die so much in the beginning. Yeah. But I love the fact that now the this girl like the other day I saw this fire gianty type thing somewhere. Yeah. And I know what you're talking about. I I ran there and then I ran away and I'm like, you know what? Screw this. I ran back and I beat him. But it's yeah. that that is that is that level of personal growth where you know you need some skills. You know you're never gonna be able to do this if you just slash and hack it. But yeah. I'm also done being afraid of the random things. Yeah, no, exactly. I think like I think the main thing is that you should go in with the idea that okay, you know what? I'm gonna go in and just fight this thing. Yeah. If I lose, I lose. Who cares? Like it's fine. And when you I'm... it's honestly like you said, personal growth wise, it's really good because you apply this to other games and stuff too. But also, if I mean, the only thing I would say be strategic about is how many runes you hold. Like, yeah. if you are really close to the amount of runes you need for leveling up, go do some extra side shit. Oh, yeah. That yeah. even if you die, you can go and get your runes back. Because with a boss fight, you keep getting distracted enough that you might get killed and then you might not get your runes back. So, like, yeah, I, I just leveled up and saved. So, the next time I go... Maybe I'll go deal with like the patches area or something because I know that yeah. even if I die enough, I can quickly go get my any runes back or whatever. Yeah, hundred percent. I think just focus on that area, and then you'll be able to get through Margin. And then again, then now you then you'll go into the actual dungeon, which is a whole like awesome like cool experience. Oh my then, god! So, like it's really fun. What I what I do have to say though, like I've I've had a I've had a busy few uh, weeks at work. And the one thing that really helped me through was listening to the Elden Ring soundtrack, which yeah, is a first really for me. And I, I gotta say, it was, it was helpful. It was very, it was just very, very good at getting you to focus. And yeah. as it happens, I read it. I read something the other day about how video game music is great for making you focus because it's built for that. I'm like, well, yeah. that's actually true. Got the battle music and everything like that. There's some, right. some, some games that don't do a good job. I think music wise, but. 
a lot of them, especially ones that are well known or or are good right. games, you'll they'll always have like even the Legend of Zelda, like Breath of the Wild, uh, Mass cool. Effect, uh, God of War, like all these games mm-hmm. have like such amazing soundtracks. Just because some of them focus more on being cinematic, so it's almost like you're listening to like a film soundtrack. Which itself exactly. has its own, own calmness that helps you focus and stuff too. Exactly, I agree. And Zelda was good, but like Elden Ring, I was I was massively impressed. So great job, guys. I think if you're obviously you're liking Elden Ring, which is awesome, and this is like this is a long game. Like that's kind of why initially I was like, oh, I'm just gonna focus <laughs> yes. on Elden Ring, but I realized I'm like, no, this no, is not how I can play this game. I need to play this and other stuff along yeah. with it. So I think yeah. if you get a chance, because I think it's available on PS Plus and stuff. Either way, you should check out mm-hmm. God of War. So the new yep. one comes out November um, 11th. Yeah. November uh, 11th. It's, it's, it's funny you say so. I've already started. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, and I agree. And my problem, my problem simply was that I didn't have that many games on PS. And the problem now is because I'm not as good, I mean, or I, I've not been doing multiple consoles for such a long time like you have. Now, when I go back to um, the Switch, I tend to keep pressing the wrong buttons because my default oh, yeah, has become the PlayStation buttons. Excellent. So I'm just trying because my civilization is on the Nintendo Switch, um, and that's my calming game. So yeah. um, and I just keep doing the wrong things. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm getting used to that. But you're you're right. Um, I don't think you can focus on Elden Ring just by itself. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, I you know a few else. my friends. A few my friends who have like platinum the game and and got on everything Whoa. like that. They play that only and like they have like hundreds of hours in the game right and i'm like yeah that's i mean i would normally i would love to do that but like right, right. i for whatever reason like just the way my my brain works um i like to kind of go back and forth because it's like i like you know like same thing with i have like a whole racing wheel and everything set up and i love racing uh-huh. games right now but it's not that i'll sit here and i play like racing games for like three four five hours i don't game like that at all like i was mm-hmm, never mm-hmm. like that for whatever reason uh, i mean i'm sure there were times when i would play like I'll, I'll do like a marathon session where I play like two to three hours, especially I'm playing with people online. But like right. I remember, if it's a, even if it's a story based game, I play like that's why I love the Steam Deck because I play a game for like an hour or so, do a bunch of story stuff, right? And then for me, I'm like, okay, that's like stuff that my body, like my brain's absorbing, and now I need to step away. So then I step away and uh, I do something else, and then I come back for another hour. <laughs> See, that's the thing, right? So with me, with like, because I was doing a lot of RPG games, like, um, immortals phoenix rising um the witcher even even zelda my preference because i i don't do i don't i can't i'm not good at doing it on like weekdays because um my, my work is reasonably intense that sometimes you know it's just i, I it's not it's not focused that i want to give it on the on on a weekday so yeah. for me it's about finding that time on a weekend where you can put in a couple of hours and i like having that time of a couple of hours to put into it because it makes me feel like you've achieved something with Elden Ring. And I'm not going to call it rage quit because it really wasn't. Um, after a while, you just get tired of losing. So you yeah. need something else. But now I'm back at a thing of like, I did about an hour and a half this morning. Yeah. Um, before I did anything else. And I was like, yeah, I did a few things. I cleared a few areas, killed a few random people who were shooting fire from their eyes. I'm feeling good about it. And I'm not kidding. They shoot fire from their eyes. Yeah. And it's just one of those really funny things, but um, I, I'm, I, it's, I did not think I would ever go for such a such a um, heavy game, to be honest. But I'm, I mean, glad. I'm look. The game is just being talked about it by everyone, and it's a game that has kind of reached people that you wouldn't think it would reach. Kind of like Zelda Breath of the Wild, right? That's uh, true. No one, 
no one really a lot of people i mean people knew about legend of zelda but not to the extent they do now because of that game mm. and that's kind of what elden ring did elden ring just kind of said hey the guy that made game of thrones he had an influence on this uh it's got the sci-fi fantasy not sci-fi but more like high fantasy kind of a, a world setup right, right. uh it's an awesome game getting 10 out of 10 by everyone automatic people are like wait why is it getting 10 out of 10 and stuff like that you know so it just it, everything is kind of collided in the right way at the right time that people are like yep what is this game and everyone just wanted to know about it so i think I, right. and i'm hoping that's gonna i mean god of war is already pretty popular but i think with the new one that's coming out in november it's probably gonna reach that if not more i think the game that i'm really excited about that's coming out later this year is forspoken so i've seen a yeah, few that, trailers for it so that has been delayed i'm not sure has it's it out this year yeah no so it might be i mean hogwarts legacy is still coming out this year which is which yeah is but different. i don't know like I, i mean look i'm into the harry potter stuff i get it but i i don't know like i was more looking forward to forspoken this year because it yeah, looked I mean, yeah, epic it looked so really january 25th or oh, january 24th 2023 is for forspoken okay so that's how much time i have to finish elden ring oh yeah you'll finish i mean i you should try to aim to finish it before god of war <laughs> well no then i have to finish the other god of war which i started but like the guy's really weird like the the just dad keep, just keep playing that's kratos right so just keep playing there's gonna be i'm not gonna say anything <laughs> for me god of war is like my favorite game of all time like storytelling okay. and, and i have experience with the older games uh but if you're someone who hasn't played the older games you don't need to because the game does the perfect job of setting everything up and letting you know what's happening Okay. And like okay. it is it is just such like the storytelling is so good like where you when you play this you'll be like wow oh. this is like I just watched like an Oscar winning movie basically. <laughs> so it's see I'm a I'm I'm a big fan of Stargate. So I know the voicing of uh Kratos was Christopher Judge who was in Stargate SG1. Um so that's a good have you, good link. Have you have you have you reached a point where you meet the no, stranger? I- I've reached no point. I've just okay, reached okay. the the funerals done and now you are training and teaching the son how to shoot or something like that. That that's where Maybe. I stopped. Yeah, it's going to the next 20 to 30 minutes right after that point are yeah. going to what's going to be what sucks you in the game because Okay. A lot of stuff happens and a lot of awesome cool stuff happens as well. And don't be afraid to uh bump the difficulty down. You know because uh I think okay, like okay. obviously normal is good. Um, but if you don't bump it down to like easy or whatever, just to kind of experience the game and just enjoy it, that's okay. honestly not a bad idea. So don't don't okay. view that as like because the the gameplay is awesome, but yeah. it does it, it, as you see with a lot of the games, a lot of them are kind of not because Elden Ring came afterwards, but the the people that made Elden Ring they kind of you know made this thing really popular, this kind of gameplay, but they're right. kind of copying that sort of a thing with uh, God of War, where it is more methodical of like okay, you attack a few times, you block, you do a certain move, whatever, right? You have to kind of coordinate according accordingly if you're playing at normal level right, if right, you make right. it easier you can like play it according to how you want to play it and enjoy the story okay. basically i have to try i like, i i have to get into it cuz elden ring you can't bump the difficulty down right like that's no, yeah. that's what i that's uh, just so how it's meant to be played yeah yeah which is fine i look i'm i'm okay with that i think um i think the one game that i really really enjoyed in recent history which um i'm half wondering whether i go back and play it uh, which again ng plus not a term i knew about but somebody said it to me and i went i did not know that that was the terminology for it but um i because i finished immortals phoenix rising i'm wondering about going back and just starting again but not as from scratch but starting again as leveled up as you are because you can play that game again like that and that was what yeah. i really enjoyed for the story 
I mean, I think like Immortals is definitely worth like going back, not just for like for that, but also because of the expansion and stuff. Because I did read that the expansion is supposed to be really good too. Yeah, I actually have to. Uh, I'm wondering whether I buy the expansion or whether I I want to buy it like when it goes on sale and buy the whole thing yeah. for uh, the PS. And this is the problem with getting the PS because I like the things and because um, I like the the graphics as well. I kind of now want everything on the PS, um, yeah. which is obviously not going to happen, and I, I'm not going to waste that much money. But you know, I mean, no, it's fine. I mean, I've I've doubled it. Because of PC, right? Because I I got a PC and stuff like that, and there's like so many things you can do on the PC as well. Like that happens, like you said, if you find a good deal, you might as well. That's what I'm thinking. I think that that one. There's another one that I want to play called Outer Worlds. Yeah, that's a good one. Outer Worlds really fun. Which which I but again, as you said, I'm I'm all of this stuff. I'm just sort of waiting. I'm still on the basic PS Plus. I didn't even upgrade yet because I know there's so many that's games fine, that I haven't now. played yet. I think I think stick with the basic one for now and just kind of play those mm-hmm. games and like obviously Elden Ring and God of War stuff like that and they do have a good, good catalog in that and then yeah. once you feel like okay I can move to the next one then you can upgrade to the other tiers. Right, right. I think I think exactly. There's like a long way to go. Hell, Elden Ring, I've got a long way to go. So yeah, um, I we will we'll get there. We'll get there, but it's fun. Yeah, no, exactly. And uh, with that, we'll obviously kind of go into talking about some of the TV shows we've been watching yes. because. Uh, I think one of our favorite shows just kind of ended a little while back, at least the season, which was The Boys. So yes. obviously, uh, there's gonna be spoilers, like or light spoilers, or uh, no I spoilers, spoilers. spoilers, no spoilers, spoilers. If you haven't seen just, it, stop. Go. Yeah, watch so I'm it. just gonna say there will be spoilers and everything like that. I'll I'll make a note in in the description as well, just in case. But I'm saying it right now. So if you're listening right now, there's gonna be spoilers. Just hit pause. Go yep. watch whatever you need to watch or whatever and just come back. On Spotify, all these things, they always keep your position where you leave the episode so you can always come back. So again, there will be spoilers for the boys. Uh, but yeah, like I, I mean, I really liked the season. It was really good. I was yeah. pretty surprised that they kept it up. Like they, they just kept <laughs> engaged. They kept Each, it up. Like they, they, every episode, I wanted to come back. Like, and I was kind of watching it on a weekly basis, right? So for me, yeah. it was like every time an episode would end i would be so excited until next friday because i'm like oh my god i need to know what happens next and yeah. it hasn't been like the sims game of thrones i think for me okay i um well i i was waiting for all of them to be out plus um as i mentioned i was really busy with work so i kind of didn't want to do it piecemeal because i knew that i would be thinking about it so i was waiting for that to be over so i literally started watching it this friday night um stopped before the episode six the hero hero gasm and then finished watching the rest of it um over the weekend and this is what i'll say and and this this is this is my take season one and two yes each episode once you keep it keeps you coming back they always do that not not necessarily with um you know cliffhangers or whatever but you kind of want to know but for me season one and two the finale the season finales were what you know, it's like you kicked it out of the park or whatever. Yeah. I did not feel like that with this season finale. I, I didn't. And 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 in, in, in thinking about it, one part is that I find that they completely, completely underused Jensen Ackles as Soldier Boy. Like, the fact that he was on all of their press tours and he was a part of, like, that... He had massively little screen time. 
and massively little screen time with any sort of development except just blowing shit up. Yeah, no, I, I mean, the Soldier Boy thing was obviously like I liked how they kept it in the in the sense of like this this person is arguably the, the strongest out there, uh, right? And you know, like obviously, kind of going up against Homelander and the whole team up stuff was like really cool. And they because of that, I think they made that time so precious of like, no, we want to like capitalize on this. So this is something that's so rare that they like. You know, they don't want to just divvy it up on each episode. But yeah, like I, I was hoping that they would make us like Soldier Boy a lot more than than what happened. I thought they would, you know, give us more into his backstory. They kind of did a little bit, but they would go right. more into it and kind of explain or or help you understand like the, the Soldier Boy story a bit more. But they didn't do that. Instead, they, they were like, yeah, this person's uh, horrible. And it's kind of yeah. kept with that. Here's a couple of things about why he's horrible, but he's still super horrible. And that's it. Like, okay, here we go. The uh, season ended. So I do agree that they should have done something with that a little bit more. But I mean, like, uh, uh, the season finale almost, almost made me feel bad for Homelander, and almost. And yeah. and that for me is like, I, I, I think there was there was just something. It, it didn't leave me with the feeling of. I watched something epic. I feel like I would have had that feeling if I stopped after episode seven. Episode eight, even with all the team ups and all of that stuff, and in the end, and yeah, we're gonna go find her and all of that stuff. I get it, but I, I don't know. Like, there's there's bits and pieces there that I get. Might be, might be like, for example, the whole butcher and Ryan piece. Yeah. yeah. Um. Again, they've gone and have this had this character make these choices, which have led Ryan to where he is. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Like, it's just it. it somehow, sometimes these characters don't make the logical choice. I I don't understand that either because it was like, oh, I'm gonna keep you away, so I'm gonna be horrible to you, like a person that looks up to you as like a dad and all right. that. And then obviously this pushes Ryan into Homelander's arm because he has no one, right? He right for no. Ryan, he's like, I have no one. Homelander, at least he is actually my dad, and he actually treats me like like a son. So I'm like, yeah, what did you expect? Like obviously, like when he's like telling Ryan to come to, him, I'm like, why would he come to you? Like, I'm like, if but, I was but, Ryan, but I wouldn't come to you. <laughs> exactly. But, like, the fact is, I get pushing somebody away, but pushing somebody away by using their biggest insecurity against them, which is the fact that they killed their mother, Yeah, that was the stupidest thing. And I know Butcher hasn't done the greatest things in his life or whatever, but I didn't even think that he was that callous, but I also think that he wasn't thinking. Yeah, obviously, I mean, like, the thing is, even if he wasn't thinking, it's not like he came back and was like, okay, let me fix this with Ryan. He just kind of went about his mission in the end. Exactly. But, like, at the end, obviously, it kind of leads to, like, you know, how in the end, Homelander uh, basically turns into, like, the, obviously, they, 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 they use a lot of, like, stuff that's happened. Of course in real they life do. And stuff to of kind, course of, they kind do. of define what's happening and everything like that. But basically, you know, uh, him killing an innocent person for... Mm -hmm you know, bumping into his son and what, whatever, or whatever he did. No, he threw something. At, he threw at something. Son. And like, oh, and then obviously killing him and like everyone kind of cheering him on. I'm like, okay, like for me, that itself was a cliffhanger because, and then you obviously seeing Ryan smiling. I was like, yeah. okay, now we have two of the, arguably the most powerful superheroes out yeah. there. And now yeah. they're together, bonded. And everyone is cheering them on for doing the horrible things that Homelander was so worried would come out, right? Homelander was yeah. always so worried about Oh my god, my point. This will happen. That will happen. All this right. stuff will happen. But now it's like, wait, oh, the horrible stuff, the way I behave, that is okay. And I've killed someone in front of people and they're okay with it. So now I'm like, okay, next season, he is unhinged now. He can yeah. be himself, finally. He can do whatever he wants. And see, I didn't take Ryan's 
face at the end as a smile for me and maybe this is where the nuance comes in as well maybe I don't know if they were trying to portray it maybe I'm thinking too much about it but I thought it was him going oh crap this this can't be right because he is still working from the moral compass of his mother yeah um and I am wondering whether this is setting us up for um a thing between father and son next season effectively it makes sense. for Ryan calling him out. Because, I mean, the thing is, like, obviously it was really awesome to see the fight with Maeve because I kind of showed you how yes. fucking awesome Maeve is because she was, like, kicking ass. But, like, obviously, like, for me, the main thing is, at the end of the day, you, Homeland is just too strong. And just yeah. for whatever, like, uh, you know, almost in a Shakespearean way, I guess, it just makes sense that it will mm-hmm. be, um, it will be Homelander's son that takes yeah. him down. Right. And I have a, I, I really hope this is not the end of Soldier Boy. I really, really hope. Because irredeemable, sure. He's done a lot of horrible, horrible things. Um, we don't have the history of it, of course. We don't know everything he's done. Arguably, from what I've read uh, in the comics, Soldier Boy is almost as bad, if not worse, than Homelander. Um, with the things that he's done to other people. So yeah, no. exactly. I, I, I mean, don't know where they're going. I mean, I really hope that's not the end. I I really hope he's not frozen in a corner like like Khan in Star Trek, uh, just waiting to pop out. You know, at, at an at, at some time. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I mean, I'm 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 hoping that there's more to it because, like, Soldier Boy, and, I guess, because I was also just doing research on on the characters because it was so interesting and everything to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but like obviously Soldier Boy is like a pretty big character and everything like that, right? That's why it was such a huge deal of bringing him in. Um, right. Obviously, I, I actually do want to like invest time and 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 read the the comics because I was kind right. of thinking about that. I was like actually like kind of going to the comics because it's always like I want to go to the next season now because I want to know what happens now. But that's not what I was thinking. <laughs> I was like I want to know more because I do want to understand Soldier Boy's motives and what happened and um him and his relationship with his old team. And, mm-hmm. and black noir and uh you know like the the, the girlfriend and all this like there was so much to it that they just went through so quickly that right. i was like oh like this could be its own separate show like a boy spin-off right i, mean, I, I honestly I, I really hope they don't do that because uh it's kind of i kind of like to see him a part of it uh, where, where i thought they were going was him being a part of the boys which didn't end up happening which it did but it didn't if that makes any yeah. sense um, but the one good thing about the season and the one complaint I had about season one was that they're not using Yui enough. And I think finally Yui got his own moment to shine um, as somebody who arguably comes with no skills to the table. <laughs> so, yeah, that was I mean, great. It makes sense. I mean, I think, I think at the end it was awesome to kind of see that he was like, no, you know what? Like, this is okay. Like, it's okay to rely on someone else. Like, I don't need to be the protector all the time. And like, him kind of understanding that and kind of you know have building on their relationship i think that was great right. and i think like now he is like i feel like at least his thing is is fixed but now i think we need to for the next season so they're gonna be working on butcher because butcher yeah. is still so damaged and i think it relies so much on the character being damaged but i mm-hmm. think now the, the like his his wife giving him telling him that hey protect it this is this is basically like this is my son this is our son technically and right. now he literally pushed him into the arms of the person that did horrible things to his ex-wife and like led to them having the son and whatever. So right. I'm like, for him, he's going to be in, inside. He's going to be fully 
that I mean, yep. obviously like the idea that in the end they didn't kind of show it that way but like the idea that hopefully they work on him on, he on is that. he is massively damaged he's got what months to live so I do think at some stage so apparently in the comics all the boys have powers because they've all taken compound we and I wonder whether slowly we are rolling towards a few of them taking compound we and become super powered themselves like on a permanent basis because they can't take the tampon anymore so yeah. at least I have a feeling that with what we've seen, Kimiko now has like how powers back. I don't see MM or Frenchie taking it. So I think it's going to be Butcher and Huey at some stage over next season are going to take compound V and actually become superhuman themselves. I think I think the butcher thing makes sense because it's like he has he doesn't have that much time to live. Yeah. So they're like he takes That's the compound. That's the only way he's gonna survive. Gives them, exactly, gives them certain things that allow them to like live longer or live forever or whatever, right? So I think exactly. it just makes sense that they put that in there of like, look, he doesn't want to, but yeah. this is the reason why he has to. So I'm like, okay. Right. And that's that's where I'm. I think we're gonna we're gonna end up to merging it all. But I, like over overall, it was it was a ridiculous season. It was as it was, and as promised, the first ten minutes by itself were like, what the hell did I just watch? But, um, yeah. I mean, even even Herogasm, like I know they talked a lot about it, um, and by the boy standards, I don't know what I was expecting, but it was. I don't know, maybe maybe the fact is that this is season three of The Boys and we weren't shocked enough. Um, it just oh, yeah. felt like I mean, another one of their episodes. I think for me it was like, I think because it got riled up so much by people as to what exactly. it was going to be, I went in expecting that and I was like, okay, this was kind of tame. Like I wasn't, right. like, this was fine. Like I didn't, and they had an awesome fight as well. I'm like, uh, yeah. this was awesome. What, is the, what, what was the point? What was the problem with, the, with Herogasm? <laughs> like I didn't right. get that. Like, I, I don't even think it was that massive in the comic books or whatever. Like, I get where they were coming from here. And it perfectly fit the storyline. Like, I wouldn't have expected any more or, or anything. Um, but I don't know. Maybe it was the commentary around, oh, my God, they're going to do herogasm as if it was some massive thing. And I'm like, dude, it's just background for the actual storyline that's happening in the middle of it. Like, it's yeah, there, I mean, exactly. but that's not the focus. And um, overall, I'm ex- I'm so excited for like the next season though because oh gosh, I, 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 is it green light already the next season? I, uh, yeah, no, the boys is arguably like their biggest show right now. There's no way they can get rid of it. It's kind of like it's like it's kind of like Netflix canceling Stranger Things or something like it, Actually, it just that's won't happen. true. Yeah. That's true. I I, look, I was I was very excited this one. Uh, and I, and I'm glad I waited to watch them all together. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, for me, who watched it like one episode every week, I was like hooked. I was like, it was kind of like Game of Thrones. I was like, nope, I need to know what happens as soon as it happens. <laughs> like every Thursday night because it would come on Friday. But technically yeah. on my side, like Thursday midnight or like, you know, Friday, like 12 a.m. It would be out. Yeah. So even though I work at like early morning on Friday <laughs> at 12.01 or whatever, I'm just going to put it on like in bed, watch the episode and then fall asleep after that, thinking about all this stuff. So it was pretty I'm, awesome. I'm, I'm with you. Like, I think I was, I was talking to a friend the other day and for me, the boys, and that's why I like watching it together is because, um, you need, you need like, you need like a drink when you are watching yeah. it. Um, so I like, I was like, Friday's great. You can open a bottle of wine, work through it all. Um, and and get to the end. I was I, I, I think we've talked about the few things I I was like maybe not amazingly happy with, but it was what it was. And I think yeah. they did a they did a great job. Uh, they used more characters. I'm looking forward to the next season. 
Thank you everyone for joining. It really means a lot. I know I sound a little different. So we are breaking this episode up into a couple of parts because we talked about a, a couple of things and it was just a little too long. And I think it just makes more sense to kind of break it up. So I know it sounds a little off. I did mess up with my settings a little bit. Again, this is, this is a talk for another podcast. Thank you everyone for joining. It really means a lot. Please email us at freshoffthescreenpodcast at gmail.com. That's freshoffthescreenpodcast at gmail.com. And we'll see you next time. Bye.